Hey, and welcome to Force of Light Entertainment. I'm your host, Michelle, and with me as always, it's my co-host, my sister, Natalie. Hey, everybody. And we are so glad you're tuning in to today's podcast. Today is episode four, and we are going to be discussing the new comic book movie that just came out, and that's DC's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. <laughs> that's, that's, that's quite the name. That is quite the mouthful. Say, it, say that one fast five times. But yeah, so we're going to be discussing that movie today. So join the conversation and let's talk some Birds of Prey. But since the, the movie just came out this weekend, I wanted for us to, we're going to talk about it the first, probably the first just maybe up to 10 minutes, we'll discuss just general, very general thoughts, and they will be non-spoiler in case you've not seen the movie or had a chance to see the movie. And, you know, if you have it and, and don't want to be spoiled, then just stop at that point and we'll warn you before we move into spoilers. And then you can come back and, and listen to the rest of it later. Or if you don't care to be spoiled, you can continue listening with us. But we will give you that warning when we do switch. So with that being said, for our non-spoiler part of the discussion, uh, you know, Natalie, what were, you know, we've seen it this weekend. And, and you know, what were your initial thoughts of the movie? Okay, well, my first initial thought, kind of in one word, the movie is fun. Yes, I agree. It's very fun. Uh, I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Um, I've heard this said before now, but it it really is true. I can't see anybody playing Harley Quinn better than Margot Robbie. Yeah, like she is Harley Quinn. She truly embodies that character so well. Um, Just her... Uh, her wackiness. Her wackiness, her quirkiness, kind of, I don't care, uh, you know, a little crazy. or, or maybe, Definitely a lot of crazy. Maybe a lot of crazy, <laughs> uh, but still lovable and almost yes. childlike at times. So I I just, I love the character. Like you enjoy being with Harley and you like root for Harley. Yes. Even though she is a little bit crazy. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, you know, another word, I would definitely use the word fun. Like, this movie's very funny. Like, I find myself laughing right. throughout it at different parts. Um, and, and like I said, you know, it's, it's, or I haven't said this, actually. It is, you know, talk about our discussion last week. It's totally opposite from Joker. And, I mean, it was, a, you know, Joker's kind of its own different thing. It's right. not in the DC universe, I guess they'd say, that Joker's kind of an Elseworlds, Elseworlds story. So this is back into, think of the, the Wonder, World, Wonder Woman, you know, Batman, Superman, that type world. And it is just, you know, so it's back to truly feeling like a comic. Yes, but, but you know, like I think our thoughts were we had talked before. Um, it's still unique, though. It still has a unique feel to the movie. That's why I'd say it's like, okay, we use the word artistic for Joker in a dramatic, different way. There's an artisticness to this movie in a different way. Like, yeah, it's, it's in a lighthearted very, way. In a lighthearted, fun, comic book way. Like, it's, I would have to say, and I've seen, you know, almost, I've seen almost, or the majority of comic book movies. This is probably, in my opinion, the most unique. Like, it's truly right. a unique movie. And I'd say some of that is... Well, I know Margot Robbie had a lot of creative input with it. Yeah, she's a producer, I she, think, right? She is a producer on this movie. And, you know, I, I would say between her input and just the fact that Harley Quinn's such a quirky character. Yes. You know, it just kind of allows it to be different. But, yeah, no, a very, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely would use 
the word unique. And I mean, we mean that in a positive way, not like we're, we're trying to be polite, but, but it is. It's incredibly unique. Um, anything else you want to say? Well, and another thing that we had discussed, kind of initial thoughts after seeing the movie, is we both agreed this movie is kind of like really pretty to look at. It is. Yeah. And we're not just talking about Margot Robbie here. We're talking about... Or, or Ewan McGregor, because he was or looking Ewan good. McGregor, or Black Canary, or I mean... Lots yeah, of, yeah lots Black of, Canary, yes. All, yeah, all of them. Lots of beautiful people in the movie. Um, but yes, the, the colors that they use in this movie... There's a lot um, of eye candy in, in many ways. There are, right. Uh, but it is kind of stunning the use of color and we were talking about you know there's a scene i guess we'll bring that up later but let's just say an explosion happens well that's in the trailer so yeah yeah. we see that in the trailer where she you know basically leads to an explosion a truck she sends a truck into ace chemicals where of course joker that's kind of their famous scene from suicide squad and from the comics where she really becomes harley quinn so yeah to get back kind of that's because the whole base the whole point of this movie is that she has broken up, or actually, it kind of feels like he broke up with her. It does. Like, the Joker broke up with her, she, he kind of kicks her out, and it's all about her kind of becoming her own woman, and truly kind of finding herself, kind of. That, that's right. really the story of this movie. Apart from, kind of, I think the way she puts it as a master, sort of, like someone yes. to take orders from. It's like, who am I without him? How do I... Do this thing without him. Because needless to say, Joker was probably not a healthy relationship. For sure. <laughs> and I appreciate that in this movie, in the beginning especially, because Harley's definitely the main character. It's kind of like she's Batman, everyone else is the side characters, Robin, Batwoman, all these other characters. Even though the other characters are great, she's definitely the main focus. And I appreciate in the beginning, they don't they don't just like gloss over that. Like she's she's kind of struggling and learning, you know, like so many, you know, people, women do when when they have a serious breakup. Like she's struggling with with the breakup. And but but yeah, that's kind of the story. And then so so here the, the rest of the story is since they've broken up, you know, she's made a lot of enemies doing the Joker's dirty work, so to say. And now that they know Joker's broke up with her, everyone feels like it's open season. They can all go hunting for for Harley Quinn, basically, because right. she's no longer protected by Joker, who they all feared. So that's kind of the main story. But but yeah, no, back to what Natalie said. Throughout that, though, the use of color, it, it's really a different side of Gotham City than you've ever seen. Because Gotham is so often, think you know, Suicide Squad, a lot of the Batman movies, just so dark. And this movie, a lot of it's filmed during the, the daytime, and it almost has like a Miami Vice feel at times because of all the colors. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's a very bright side of Gotham City. And, you know, like Natalie said, just beautiful colors. And we'll get in more details where there's some amazing use of colors later. But a very pretty movie to see. And, and honestly, you know, uh, from a costume um, point of view, I liked their clothes. Yes. I liked the, the clothes that were chosen for them to wear, also very colorful. Uh, me, as someone who loves makeup, I love some of the makeup on the women. Like, I just like thought Black it was, Canary's eye makeup was on point the whole movie. It, it was stunning. Yeah. yeah it really stunning was. She eye was makeup. stunning. Yeah. And, you know, Harley Quinn, her classic red lip. And um, and she did some funky looks so, yeah. along the way. <laughs> the eyebrow that one night with yeah, the rhinestones with, with, in it. Yeah. Just some cool uh, makeup risk I really liked. And then, you know, yeah, no. And the, even her, the way they dress, or Harley Quinn definitely has the most outfit changes throughout the movie. But yeah, no, there there is so much just like neat to look at. And, you know, I'm, we're kind of probably wrapping up towards 
general thoughts. Um, but yeah, no, I thought all the characters were did an excellent in their roles. Um, to me, and I'll say this, Huntress was a standout and, and probably needed more time because right. you really enjoy Huntress. Like I said on Twitter, after I saw it, like when, you know, they're about to, I guess, Warner Brothers and HBO are teaming up, and I guess in May for that, for, it's kind of their version of like Disney Plus, it's going to be HBO Max. So at which point, you know, DC and all that will be there. Uh, I would love to see a Hunter spinoff TV show, like yes. for them to compete with Marvel in that way. Like she's that much fun. Um, but, you know, Huey McGregor as Black Mask, and we'll get into a little more in spoiler. He is menacing, while at the same time, you, you you can't help but laugh at him because he's very funny. Yeah, it's very lighthearted in a way. Yeah, and but then also terrible in a way. So. But I mean, I guess that's what makes him a good sociopath. It is, yeah, no. But he, to me, was excellent in the role and was one of the better villains probably that we've seen. Uh, and really, that's kind of something with the movie. Like, no one's truly like a good person or character right. like there's just be- some, some there's are better <laughs> like everyone it's because it's kind of like the people you're following like they all have you know their dirty things they've done or you know in harley's case has kind of been a criminal um but yeah no so i my that's kind of general thoughts uh any anything else you want to talk about in general thoughts i think i've before wrapped we, it up pretty much before we move to spoilers okay so that is our general thoughts i would say this do you recommend them seeing the movie if they've not seen it I do recommend it, yes. Yeah. I think you'll have a good time. Yeah, I think it would be a good... I said this to her. You know, Valentine is coming up this Friday. Or Galentine, certainly. Yeah. Go out with your girls. Go out with your girlfriends. Or, you know, either one. It works for either one, in my opinion. Because I think this movie's fun for men to sit there and watch, but it's also a lot of fun for women because it is, you know, a bunch of, like, really fun and different women coming together at the end. But... But yeah, no. So I recommend it. Natalie recommends it. Yeah. And before we move into spoilers, so they know, uh, like how high, like I told Natalie, I rate this, like when I think of the current DCEU, um, I kind of put this up with Wonder Woman will always be, I mean, it's one until it gets removed from one. But Wonder Woman, and then in no particular order, this and uh, Shazam. Like, I both really, really enjoyed both of those movies. Very different. All of those three are very different. But but I I put it that high. Um, Do you kind of know where you... Yeah, I mean, I probably overall like... um like Wonder Woman a little more. But, I mean, they're totally different movies. Totally different. (laughs) But I really liked this movie. Yeah, it is. So we recommend it. If you've not seen it, maybe you want to check that out. But that is our non-spoiler side of this conversation. So, again, you have now been warned that if you do not want to be spoiled, you can come back and join the conversation after you've seen the movie. So now, at this point, we will move into our spoiler conversation and the one thing okay as much as i love the movie i told natalie there was i I said this as we walked out of the theater there was one thing that irked me just a little bit but it's one of those things i was able to get past um what was it i'm curious it's where because we we already said where the point of the movie is they all feel it's open season to come after harley quinn because joker uh broke up with her right and i told you um if the Joker, who's a crazy psychopath, you know, did not kill Harley Quinn, 
clearly he doesn't want her dead. Yes. So why would idiots in Gotham City think, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go kill Joker's girlfriend. And there'll be no repercussions. Because, you know... Abusers like Joker, do you really want to be? Do you really want it to get back to him that you killed his ex? Right, he's not gonna like that. No, like I just don't get why that was never thought of. Like Joker would clearly go kill whoever killed Harley Quinn. Yeah, because like I said, if he wanted her dead, he just would have killed her. Like right. he's not gonna leave that for someone else to do. Um, but that that was it. But but you know that's move past that. Um, I you know it is funny. The whole movie, like I said, as it begins to come out very quickly into the movie that that she has broken up with Joker, it, it, the whole scene where people one by one begin to come after her and it shows very the funny. it shows the grievance list, the like, grievances, the grievances of what of what she's done to them to deserve them to come after her. That whole scene is hysterical. Right. Um, anything you want to add on that? Oh, and we forgot. And I told Natalie walking in or or today like. I don't know, Warner Brothers, what are you doing? You have missed a massive marketing opportunity because you should have hooked up with IHOP or some breakfast yeah. group because Harley Quinn loves her some breakfast. And, you know, in the trailer, we see Harley looking so devastated, like she's lost the As love of her life. dramatically to the ground with her arms out, and reaching out to something. Just in agony. And now we know when we've seen the movie, it's because an egg, bacon, and cheese sandwich has fallen to the ground. It is, it is her beloved egg sandwich. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that whole scene that I can cracked relate me. to that. I can too. Harley <laughs> loves some breakfast. So I don't know what Warner's. Why did you not? You know, there should be Harley Quinn pancakes and an egg sandwich and IHOP or something right now. But anyways, yeah, no, that was that was that whole scene was funny. And you know, uh, you know, interrupt anywhere you want to. But this, the movie is kind of, and I guess some people bothered did not bother me. You know, Harley is telling the story. She's the narrator of the story, so it is told. You know, she'll go. You know, the movie will kind of go, and then she'll say, "Hold up, you need to know this," and she'll rewind it. You'll go back four days, yeah, and then back to the present time. But I don't think it's hard to keep up with. No, I don't either. Like you said, Little Women, the new Little Women was harder. Uh, to a lot up. more confusing if someone wasn't familiar with the story. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't find this confusing, and in fact, I find kind of the hold up and rewinding. It just kind of fits Harley Quinn's personality, right? I mean, and the way her chaotic brain works. Yeah. So to me, it worked, and that's kind of how when she rewinds, that's when they go back and introduce one of the the other members of Birds of, of the Birds of Prey. Um, it, you know, anything else you want to talk about? I, I know it's seen. I'll move on next if you don't have anything else you want to say. Go on. Uh, you know, another scene that I absolutely love. Talk about the use of color. I I love the scene where she goes into the police department and it begins with her shooting uh, like beanbags, beanbags at their yeah, face. Yeah, and then they kind of... And then... and then They have smoke for, bombs. Yeah, then she then she starts putting smoke bombs in it that are all these different colors. So she shoot, You know, and I, I heard someone complain that she won't use a gun there. And it's like, because she's... I think at this point they know she's an endearing character, so they're not going right. to make her shoot up a police Under, department. Understandably, they're not going to have her killing policemen. Yeah, that would yeah. be, be bad. Um, so she, yeah, she uses, yeah, it's like kind of like those, those, and as she's doing that, and at times, even confetti's coming out, different color confetti, and there was like such a Harley Quinn moment is where, uh, she's shot out, and there's those colors, and she walks through, and there's pink, and there's blue, and you just see Harley walk through the color, but that whole scene is, um, 
A lot of fun. Very oh. fun. Almost like a circus feel type action scene. It is. Yeah. Very, one of, this movie actually has one of, I would say, some of the most unique and colorful action scenes of any movie, definitely any comic movie that I've seen. Right. And, you know, Michelle and I had discussed, I guess some people thought there weren't enough, wasn't oh, enough gosh. action in it. And to me, there was plenty of action in it. Like, actually, I probably wouldn't have wanted much more action. Yeah. And, and I enjoy action a lot more than Natalie. And to me, yeah, there we didn't need any more action. Like, there's plenty of action in this movie. So uh, I'm trying to think, you know, uh, some more parts that we would want to talk about. Uh, you know, Black Mask, the beginning, uh, you know, you see he's, you know, like we said, very menacing. He, he is. Yeah, there's kind of a scene I told Michelle it, it made me a little uncomfortable because he's being so horrible to this family and they're, you know. Like he's having him killed. He's having him killed in a gruesome way. And then there's something that happens with the, the young girl and he's going to let her go. And, and then he's like, okay, a line. And then it's terrible. You feel bad that you're laughing. Yeah, so you're very confused. Like, I don't know. You're very uncomfortable. You're, but but a line that, and if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Ewan McGregor as Black Mask, it's hysterical every time he goes, ew. Ew. Like, he's grossed out by what he, by, by different things. You know, he's this terrible person, but he gets grossed out so quickly. Clearly kind of a neat freak or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's, he, yeah. So then, you know, the, the, the police station scene is broken up in multiple segments because every time you get somewhere, then it will go back right. and tell a, you know, a different part of the story, introduce another character. But, and I, I know you and I both agreed, when it comes back around to the police station scene and when she, and at this point, Cassandra Cain, because Cassandra Cain has, has a diamond that actually goes back to Huntress's family, but Black, Black Mask wants it. And Cassandra Kane has swallowed it. So Right. And I guess the connection there, we first meet Cassandra Kane because she is apparently a foster child that lives in the same building as Black Canary. A building as Black Canary. And they kind of have a little relationship, it seems like, and Black Canary uh, looks out to her, you know, for looks out for her a little bit. So that's how we first meet her. And, and then, uh you know, Cassandra Kane also you first or, or, or do you meet her there at the police station? I can't remember. All right, because uh, I think maybe you do. Because I, I realized that the second time we saw it, you do first see her in the police station with Renee Montoya. Because right. you can tell, you know, she's pretty nice to her too. Because I think, you know, just knowing she's a kid, but you can. So tell. I was thinking when it goes back in time is actually showing her on the steps uh, outside of sort of a dysfunctional foster home situation, and uh, like you said, we're, the, the scene where she's kind of skipping along and they're playing that song, and she's she's a pickpocketer. She's oh yeah, it's a, a great of, scene. A lot of pickpocketing, but she's just kind of <laughs> going along, you know. And she she pickpockets Victor Saz, who is uh, Black Mass, like right hand man, who's like a little creep, a, a true creeper. Yeah, and she pickpockets him. So anyway, she has the diamond. And Black Mass wants to kill Harley Quinn, but she says, no, no, I can find the diamond for you. So anyway, so that leads her back to, that gets us back to the police station scene. And the part I was going to say that I know you love, that I love, is when she, her and Cassandra Kane are at this point, oh, too, Black Mass puts out like a bounty for anyone who catches Cassandra Kane. So all, all these terrible criminals are coming after her as Harley's just about to get her hands on her and get her out of the situation. To try and get that diamond. Yeah. To, to put her in a safe position, yes. Harley Quinn. Yes. So, um, but anyways, in the, the police station scene that I'm talking about is when they're in the evidence scene. 
And Harley finds a baseball bat, which is kind of, which they made her thing, at least in Suicide Squad. But when they begin to, to play Black Betty, yes. like the whole, if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. That whole scene, like, just genuinely makes me smile, makes me laugh. But it was a great, great scene. Yeah, very dynamic. Yeah, it's, very. The music choices are very great in this in this, yes. this movie, I think. Um, but yeah, no, that whole scene was great. And, and some great woman action, yes. in my oh, opinion. Definitely. And there's a couple times, you know, she's really down and you're thinking, how is she going to get out of this? And I thought that was so funny. I mean, not that it's funny for someone's beard to be on fire, but whenever she's kind of literally up against a wall being choked and she's like, a little help here, you know, to second, uh, Cassandra. Cassandra Kane, And she throws her up a lighter and she catches it and just the way she puts it out. Ah, you know, and yeah, you, she lights the guy's beard on fire. Right. But so, uh, that's so Harley Quinn. Like these crazy ways of getting out of things. Yes. Um, you know, Harley Quinn. A lot of times it's like by chance almost. It is. Well, she's not super planned. She's just chaotic. And yeah, no, that is definitely seen. And then, you know, you get, you kind of get uh, how Harley and Cassandra, they kind of begin to have moments where they really bond. And you can kind of see, like, you know, Harley kind of begins to have a heart and truly wants to. And, you know, something that I had heard that I didn't realize is apparently in some of the comics, Harley Quinn has a soft spot for children. So that that made sense in this movie, how she kind of softens towards uh, Cassandra Kane. Yes. And let's see, uh, I was trying to think of anything else. Uh, You know, the, another thing that made me laugh, of course, Harley has Bruce, which is her laughing hyena as a pet, but she also has a stuffed beaver, and the beaver just makes me laugh every time you see the beaver. When it does a close-up of its face. <laughs> I mean, you're just like, and, and she makes sure she grabs it. You know, even when people have, like, bombs coming in her house and the police are after her, she grabs that beaver. Like, this is clearly a beloved pet to her. <laughs> Yet again, it's just crazy Harley, but it just, it works, at least for me. Um... I was going to say, too, you know, I love, you know, at that point, the movie does a good job. You know, some people are complaining they're not together enough. And it does kind of more introduce each one, but their stories are intertwined. But I will say this, that I think at the, you know, at the end where they all like, you know, they all say, let's meet at the fun house or, you know, one by one. They all end up there somehow. They all end up there. Like the way they come together uh, and that whole scene, and they're playing a, a neat version of the song "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." Like it, it's a really neat scene. And Harley and then Cassandra walking down the city, like it's really pretty. Yes. That shot, um, yeah, no, that's a great scene. And the way they come together. So the way they come together, uh, you know, at first, uh, Renee is fighting with Harley, and Harley wins that fight. But anyways, uh, eventually, they they all four of them end up in the same room. And if you've seen the movie, I don't have to give you a play-by-play here. You know how they all come together. But I'll say this. Another scene that cracks me up, that just, I mean, literally just cracks me up, is Harley, you know, Victor Saz has come in the room, and he shot Harley with, like, a trank. And eventually, Huntress comes in and shoots him. Right. And at which point, Harley now is beginning to get motion back in her hand. And she takes the the thing out of her neck and just starts stabbing him. (laughs) And even when Renee comes in and is like, freeze, she gets another stab in to Victor. (laughs) Just this side. She just said he's like already dead, but she's just getting some aggression out. Yeah, she's just mad at that point. But that cracked me up. And yeah, so at that point, you know, that's where Harley's like, you know, Black Mask has gone uh, tons of people to come get them there. 
And that's where they kind of decide, you know, the only way we're going to get out of this is if we work together. And that leads to another, to me, there are so many unique uh, fighting scenes in this. Like I said, the police, the police station is incredibly a unique scene, a, a unique fighting scene. And the funhouse scene to me is incredibly unique and incredibly fun. It is. Like yeah. all of them, those two words, I know we've used it a lot, but that's how I describe the whole movie. It's just like unique and fun. Well, and that being towards the end, the funhouse scene, it's the first time, like you said, they really together. come together as a team, you know, and, and uh, fight the bad guys. Or, I mean, not that. Harley's not kind, but you know we've discussed yes. that. Yeah, no, and she's a lesser bad guy. Yeah, she's got some good qualities, and they all bring something to the team. I would say Huntress is probably if I was going to, I'd say Huntress is the best fighter. I mean, yes, you oh, know, yeah. In her backstory, she's she survived this terrible family massacre and was went to live from the time she was like eleven with like two assassins in Italy, and she trained right. her whole life to be an assassin. So she's definitely brings a lot to the team when it comes to fighting. But, you know, as they find the fun, the fun house, you know, Harley even at one point puts roller skates on. I mean, it's just, it just truly is unique. It's bonkers. I guess you'd use that word. Yeah. But, but a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, of course that ultimately leads. And again, we can say this because it's in the spoilers. Anything you want to say out of that? No, just fun. And the detective fighting alongside Harley yes. Quinn after they'd formally, of course, been on opposite ends of things. I thought that was fun. So. Yes. Yeah, no. It is fun how they all come together. And then, of course, at the end, um, uh, Harley, you know, chases down Cassandra Kane and Black Mask, and he gives us another ooh. <laughs> <laughs> One last ooh. <laughs> One last ooh before he goes. And, of course, Cassandra Kane has picked up a grenade earlier in the fun house, and that would be the end of Black Mask. That very much the end. <laughs> and, and it ends, too, with... Cassandra Kane, Harley, uh, they all go get tacos, but Harley and Cassandra Kane go off and they take the diamond and sell it so she can get her own business going. And the three others, because the actual uh, fortune was in the diamond, it was the, the coded information that led to their, their family's bank account that was in the diamond. And so she, Huntress, takes her family's fortune and she begins to fund their little you know, now now them being the birds of prey, you know, being uh, Huntress, Black Canary, and uh, Renee Montoya, you know, now formed that. Um, and then you see that uh, Harley's taken Cassandra Kane as her protege, she says, and they're Which eating... Which just an, feels right. It does. That's sweet. And they're eating an egg sandwich at the, the very last shot of the movie, um, which felt right, too, because right. like we said, she really loves, totally loves her breakfast. But yeah, that's kind of the the gist of the story, and you know anything else you want to say? I really liked Black Canary. Like I, I said, did too. One as a female, you just enjoyed looking at her makeup. Like her, yeah. her eye makeup was the shimmer. Like it was, it was yeah. Her eye makeup was on point. I mean, she's stunning to begin with. She but is. Yes, they did beautiful uh, makeup for sure. Yeah, like but every time I just looked at her eyeshadow, I really liked it. But yeah, no, she was. She was great. Um, they really, like I said, they all did their their job. And Huntress is, as I've already said, is awesome in the movie. And the villains, you know, they definitely do their role too. Um, but anything else, kind of, anything else, really, you want to say about the movie? Uh, well, I mean, the only thing I would say is, I mean, of course, um, you know, it is rated R. It's a uh, uh, what's a soft. 
What? It's yeah, it's a soft R. I mean, it's it's not. There's language and stuff like that, but um, it's it's nothing like Deadpool. Right. Yeah. No. And no um, sexual stuff. Yeah. Or, no. And in fact, I would say that. Um, and I'd say men maybe don't like this necessarily. But like I said, Margot Robbie had a lot of influence and say on this movie. And I was telling Natalie, it's obvious that she, you know, that the two movies she's gotten to be in charge of or have a lot of control with, with I, Tanya, and now this, it's clear Margot Robbie sometimes likes a break from having to be this kind of sexual character. Right. Because Harley is a lot less sexual in this movie yes. than she is. She's stunning and she's beautiful in it. But she's not sexual. Yeah, and endearing and childlike. Yeah. More like that than, like, sexy. Yeah. Yeah, she is. And like I said... I mean, of course, I still find her sexy, but... Yeah, I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but they're not trying to play up Right, that. exactly. And I, I would say, I, I'm willing to bet she had a lot of say in that decision. But yeah, no, everyone is stunning. Everyone does an incredible job in the role. Um, you know, obviously, it's not like... You know, I really enjoyed this movie. It's not like, oh, wow, that's a perfect movie. Like I said, in my in my rankings, I still think Wonder Woman is a better comic movie. But Wonder Woman, to me, is very special. But they're totally different movies. Right. But, I mean, if you just want a fun time at the theater and you like comics, you know, then go see this movie if you haven't. Well, actually, I'm talking to people, hopefully, that have seen the movie. But, yeah, no, I mean, I enjoyed it's, it. It's Natalie and Michelle approved. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a fun movie. Um, but any, anything else? And last, last no, thoughts. No, I think that's it. I just think go see it. Check it out for yourself. Like, you know, is it going to be morally the best movie or teach the best things? No, but I think you can't look at it that way. Just look at it like it is a bunch of kind of misfits, but like uh, they're fun and just have fun with it. We'll go into it like that. Yeah, no. And, and really all of them, all four of them. Well, especially Renee Montoya, but all four of them and Black Canary, I'd say those two are probably the two best. But yeah, yeah, definitely. But they, they really aren't. Yeah, yeah. they're not. No, uh, you know, Black Canary just happened to sing for. Oh, we forgot the the Canary, like the cry that she does at the end. Oh yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah, that was a big thing that we just totally skipped because over. As people that you know, I didn't know the character. I didn't know like what her thing was, and so. You know, uh, Harley Quinn makes a point to say when she's singing, and she does have a lovely singing voice, she said she has a killer voice. You know, I I didn't know she literally meant she has a killer voice. Like, she has this special power that I guess her mother had as well. Uh, She can sing really loud and actually kill people with her voice. So it kind of came up, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, the canary cry. Um, But, yeah, that was cool. Uh, Yeah, no, it's, it's a fun movie. Like, it is kind of, you know, along the lines of Suicide Squad in the sense of, like, there's no, like, oh, that's the good guy. Right. You know, it's not that type of movie. But but you are endeared to all the characters. And by the end of it, three of them, you know, minus Harley Quinn, have kind of become the good guys, so to yes. speak. You know, they're kind of fighting crime, really, at that point together. So, yeah, that that is our both non-spoiler and spoiler thoughts of Bird of Prey. Uh, you know, I hope if you've seen it, I hope you enjoyed the movie. It stinks to go to a movie and not enjoy it. <laughs> right. But it, but it is good. Like I said, it, it's not my favorite DC movie because that would definitely be, you know, like I said, of the newer ones because that would definitely be Wonder Woman. But it's up there with Shazam. That's where I would place it. Um, I don't know where I'm placing it one or two. I mean, I mean two or three. But but it is. It's a it's a fun movie. And so so that is our talk on that. 
And let's see, we decided, Natalie and I are both trying to put together a list. Since it is Valentine's, is this Friday, we decided our next podcast that you can look for this, probably this Thursday morning, be looking for it. We are going to put together a list of Valentine-approved movies for you guys to watch. And don't worry, guys, you are not excluded from this because we intentionally are going to make a list that, you know, that men could enjoy the movies also. It's right. not just going to be a bunch of just total chick flicks. We're, you know, it's not like The Notebook and things we're tr- like that. We're trying to include you guys, like something that you wouldn't mind watching with your girlfriend or wife. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to pick something that the men can enjoy also, so don't think you're excluded on this list. We're going to have some some interesting movie picks for that. So that will be our next podcast. But, you know, I'm glad that, like I said, this was our first time to get to talk about a movie that just came out. So that's exciting. And as always, we are, you know, I'm, you know, we are so happy for you to be tuning in with us. And as I say, you know, we want you to join the conversation. You can find me, Michelle, on Twitter as Michelle34Smith and the same on Instagram. We also now have an, a Force of Light Entertainment Twitter account, and it's just that, Force of Light Entertainment. And Natalie, where can they find you? I'm Natalie R. Grace on Twitter, uh, and I am NatLovesBella07 on Instagram. Yes. So feel free to say hi. And then, uh, like I said, we also have a we also have a email account, and that is forceoflightmedia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Uh, you know, send in anything you want to talk about, maybe things, I don't know, your opinions on the movie. Like I said, that's why I say join the conversation. We want you to feel like you're a part of this conversation, and it's a community where we can discuss, you know, just lighthearted, fun things like movies that are supposed to be entertaining. So anyways, we again, thank you for joining us. We will be back. Look for the next podcast Thursday morning. It's the Thursday morning. morning. <laughs> Thursday morning. And, you know, let's at that point, let's talk some more movies. So for that, you know, good night, good morning, whatever you listen to this. We'll see you next time. Have a great day.